Hello, friends, and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your lifestyle engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity, to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Today, I want to talk about why you need to shun the non-believer. This was a concept I first heard in this way from Seth Godin. He's the writer, author, speaker. He's everything under the sun, and he's been doing it for a gazillion years. But it was so eloquently put. When you're trying to get your, your material, your work, your wisdom out into the world, what you will find is that you are not for everyone. Not everyone would like what you have to say. Not everyone is interested in what you have to say. Not everyone needs what you have to say. The beautiful thing is that you are not for them. What you have is not for them. They are not your tribe. Unfortunately, what we do is we are so worried about the people who are the non-believers. Sometimes people call them the haters. I see people giving so much attention to those haters and not even taking care of the people around them who truly care about them and want what they have to say. So part of the process of getting your work and your material and your wisdom out into the world is understanding that you are not for everyone and you need to focus on those people who want your ideas and who need your wisdom and your insight. There's a great phrase um, I've heard before and it says, no matter how juicy of a peach you are and where I'm from, it would probably be a mango. It does not matter how juicy of a mango you are. There will always be some people out there who hate mangoes. So don't get wrapped up in all of those mango haters out there. You need to shun the unbeliever. And yes, I know, I know, it's easier said than done. But you have to embrace that fact first. So when you are, when you have made the decision to get your material, your ideas, and your wisdom out into the world, you must embrace the fact that there are going to be people who are not going to like what you have. You are not for everyone. The fear of rejection from people is what keeps us from putting our work into the world. Well, what if somebody, you know, so-and-so says this, what are the people at work going to think? What is my family going to think? They're going to think I'm an idiot or they're going to think I think I'm all that. It does not matter. There are people out there who want what you have. They need it. So first, get it out into the world. And do not worry about who might not want it. There is always going to be a subset of people who do not like it. You are not for everyone. What you need to focus on is your tribe. The group of people who are desperate, who are ready, who are energized for what you have to offer. Give them attention. Give them your work. Get their feedback. That is key. You must shun the non-believer. And let me tell you, unfortunately, the biggest non-believers, there are three groups. One would be the haters, people who just are miserable and just love making other people miserable that are going to hate on everything and anything. You can't even, there's nothing you could do about that. The second group 
other people who genuinely care about you. It's usually the people very close to you that are so worried about you and don't want you to fail that they try to get you to reduce your expectations, not try so much. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should keep your job. I mean, it's a good job. Why would you do that? Why would you go out and do your own thing? They're not trying to be malicious. They're just genuinely concerned. Those people, you still have to shun them too. You keep them close. You love them. You spend time with them. But when it comes to your work and your material and your wisdom and your insight, you can't let them discourage you from putting it out there. They can also crush your dreams. It is very easy for those closest to you to crush your dreams because they will remind you of who you were before and what kind of person you were. And you will, who are you to speak about that, right? Because they've only known you as this person in this one little box. So you trying to climb out of that box and be something else, it just messes up with the head. They don't know what to do. They don't see you as this new thing. You've changed. And there's a really interesting picture I saw the other day. It's a butterfly talking to a caterpillar. And the caterpillar says, you've changed. And the butterfly responds, you were supposed to. And so unfortunately, that's how it is a lot of times with our closest friends and family. They don't realize that you're supposed to change. And they don't embrace that change. And they want to see you how they've always seen you. And in some cases, you pursuing these new things reminds them and reflects on them what they're not doing. And sometimes this can bring up some very tough feelings for them. And then they respond by trying to discourage you. Be careful who you share your dreams and your goals with and what you're doing. There are some people, their mind is where dreams and goals and ideas go to die. They literally like eat them. You know, you have all these great ideas and things that you want to do and this great vision. And you tell them and they literally eat them. They go, oh, look, these nice, sweet, tasty dreams. Let me eat them. And the problem is we let them discourage us and we let them tell us what we can and cannot do. We let them argue for our limitations. And so you need to shun the unbeliever. You need to know who you can talk to and who you can share your dreams with and set the appropriate boundaries. You love them. You keep them close. You still spend time with them. They're your friends. They're your family. But you erect those proper boundaries Shun them out of your dreams and your goals and your ideas and make sure you share them with people who are trying to do similar things, who are excited and energized and motivated and are doing big things as well. The third kind of non-believer is, may actually be the worst. It's the non-believer inside your own head. We have these thoughts in our head that tell us that we can't do things, tell us that we're not worth it. Tell us, what do you think you are? Why do you think you can do this? This is probably the worst non-believer out there. You need to shun that unbeliever too. Shut it out and just get going. Kill the inner perfectionist. I did a podcast recently about using fast, bad, and wrong to get things out into the world. And that will help you silence the non-believer in your own head. Also, I would advise you to embrace your weirdness. This is what makes you unique. You need to reach down and embrace the things that make you who you are. Don't try to be like everybody else. Don't try to imitate somebody else. Be yourself. You have a weird accent? That's okay. You're a little bit nerdy, geeky, goofy? That's okay. You're straight-laced? That's okay. You love to laugh? That's fine. You have to embrace who you are. 
I am a PhD engineer who used to work in HR, who tried to be a real estate agent. That's who I am. I'm from the West Indies with a strange accent that comes and goes when it wants, how it wants. That's who I am. I am a nerdy with a quirky, weird, unusual sense of humor. And not everybody always gets the joke. And that's okay. I am not for everyone. You are not for everyone. So embrace the people who need you and want what you have and build your work for them. Don't try to dumb yourself down or be any less of who you are or hide because you're trying to please everybody. That's a surefire way to absolutely fail. Well, two ways. One, by not trying at all. And two, by trying to be everything to everybody. That is failure. But if you embrace who you are and use all those unique things about you to craft your message, to reach your people, to get to your tribe, you will find enormous success. It will gain traction. You will find momentum. So how can you put this into practice? First of all, you have to get your work out into the world. You need to, if it's written, get a blog, audio. If it's video, get on YouTube, get on Instagram, get on Facebook and start putting your material out there. It doesn't have to be fancy. You don't need a lovely name or some fancy logo. Just start getting material out there. Second, you need to find a group of people who are doing similar things to you. Find people who can understand what you're doing. Find people who can encourage you and get connected. And especially if you could do it in real life, outside of the digital world, it was, it's even better. And third, start getting in, tr- in front of your tribe. Start to speak especially. Start putting material out that people can download, people can use, people can respond to. Start listening and responding to the needs of your tribe, the people who want what you have. If necessary, you might have to block people, remove people, ignore people. Don't feed the trolls. It's very important that once you build momentum, you don't let anyone or anything start putting obstacles in your way. And you do need to tell people what you're doing, but be very careful about who you tell and what. So if you know there are people in your family, close friends who are not going to understand, who are going to try to discourage you, you might want to skip those. Those people around you who are always encouraging, supportive, you might want to start with them. Get some low-hanging fruit first. Get some encouragement first before you start tackling the friends and the family who might not get it. Work with people who already want what you have, people who have asked you for these things, and the people around you who are just generally encouraging and supportive. But get going. Get started. You will be bad at first. You will get better. Get momentum. Get traction. And eventually you will find massive success. But it starts at the beginning. Get your work out and shun the non-believer. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll see you next time.